So now that you've chosen the vanity, paint, and bathroom tile, you still can't decide on the faucet. Let the Home Depot make that easier by saving $10 on the sleek, modern Moen Genta faucet. Right now, it's only 89 bucks. How's that for easy choices? The Moen Genta faucet. Now, just 89 bucks during the winter kitchen and bath event at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Vowed through March 24th while supplies last. Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. I mean, they weren't as bad as uh, the Zach Galifianakis movie, though. Masterminds? Masterminds. So that's what we do from now on, right? Mm-hmm. Before you watch a comedy, you have to watch Masterminds and then watch the comedy to see if it's actually funny. No, I think it's it's one of these things where we need to develop like a, uh, you know how like it's like um, five, for Rotten Tomatoes, it's sliding scale. It's got to be a scale of um, like five Galifianakis's means it's like better than master i don't know we'd have to think this through a little bit but i feel like we should have a rating zach's system head. with zach's head yeah yeah if it's if it's got a one maybe it's the reverse if it's got a five it's as good as bad as mastermind, mastermind. so the lower the stars the funnier it is mm-hmm. the, the lower the zach heads the funnier it is yeah i'm fine um, with i that. might be okay with that um so you and i both watched critically acclaimed game, game night. night uh which was I thought mediocre. It's it's not bad, and it's mildly amusing, and there's a couple of fun twists during the plot and action. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jason Bateman is playing Jason Bateman, vintage Bateman, the kind of like low-key, sarcastic character. Which I love. That he's in every show. But that's fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm okay with that. Rachel McAdams was... She's good. Fine. Fine. Wasn't she in uh, Wedding Crashers? Wasn't she in The Notebook with Ryan Gosling? Wasn't she in Wedding Crashers? I don't remember. Oh, my God. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. <laughs> At any rate... I think that was like one of her first movies. Oh, man, you're killing me. All so, right. it's the, the premise of the movie is that every weekend, a group of friends get together and have a game night. And they're all highly competitive. Jason Bateman's character in particular is very, very competitive, as is his wife, played by Rachel McAdams. Right. And his brother, who is this very rich, kind of jerkish character, comes into the picture and decides that he wants to throw a game night at his place, which is this really expensive house. And it's going to turn into a murder mystery whodunit. Someone's going to be taken, and you've got to figure it out. And from there, you realize that it's not actually a game. Something bad has happened, although uh, for a brief moment, the characters seem to think that it's all a part of the game until it just kind of turns sideways. And she was in Wedding Crashers, by the way. Okay. Which, I- is, which is a funny yeah. laugh-out-loud movie. Yep. Um. At one point, Bateman's character gets shot in the arm, and there's a whole thing around going into his neighbor's house and dealing with his dog, and there's yeah. a lot of blood. That was 
that was amusing. mildly amusing. Yeah. Um, and they're just all over the place, and, and it's it's I don't know. There's a it's pl- like a chase film. At it's some like point. a plot within a plot within a plot. You know, they think yeah. they're in a game. They think they're in a game. There's an actual bad thing happening, but yeah, there's another bad thing happening. That's that's there's another bad thing happening. It's like three bad things happening that sort of unveil themselves. Right. And it's interesting. Um, Is it I, interesting? If I were to compare this as to a com- like another one of Bateman's comedies, like Horrible Bosses, which I think is hilarious, uh, or for that mm, matter, yeah. you could even say Arrested Development yeah. or any of the other things, just not there. Right. Um, is it a clever idea? Sure. I don't think you've really seen that kind of a style of movie before. And it's just, you know, it's, Crazy. I mean, maybe with a couple watches, you'd catch things that you didn't catch before, and it would be funny. Of course, they introduce a gag reel and the extras and do the the normal Which thing. Which is, like, mildly amusing well, also. It's... If they're going to in- introduce a gag reel, I'd rather them put it in the movie to make it funnier. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even care if people break. It would be great if they just left it in. Yeah. Um, it made a lot of money. Made a ton of money. Made $37 million to make. Cleared one seventeen, so and it did fine. Got like an eighty nine on Rotten Tomatoes. I can't believe it cost thirty seven million dollars to make that movie. Sure, think about all the car chases. That's pretty expensive. Uh, I guess the car chases and having to block off city streets. That's not cheap. And you know, Bateman and McAdams certainly right. command a probably pretty healthy salary. So yeah, I mean, I'm not totally surprised, but it's just uh, it's. You know, it's, it's not a knee slapper. It's like a B minus, like yeah. C plus B minus. It's just, I expected a lot more. Me too. I, I went into it going, this should be fun. Yeah. Because everyone kept telling me, you're going to love this. Yeah, you're going to love this movie. Didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't, didn't. I mean, thought it was okay. Wasn't the greatest thing in the world. Okay. So, moving now on. you're from, on your own with rooster blockers. Okay, rooster blockers or blockers or... Another thing we won't say. Right. It uh, stars Leslie Mann, John Cena, and Ike Barinholtz as three parents who are a bit overprotective of their children. Cena's a funny guy. Cena is a very funny guy. Ike Barinholtz is a very funny guy. What movie was he in with uh, Mel Gibson? Something about Daddy's. Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Two. Daddy's Home 2. Yeah. See, that's not a very funny comedy, but I actually laughed a couple times out loud in that movie. Well, and, didn't happen in Game Night. And in, and Baron Holtz was in Neighbors. He plays Rogan's best friend. Okay. And was in was on Mad TV. Was one of the original yep. cast for that. Um, has written a lot of movies that he's not in that have made huge money. Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. That was a pretty good movie. He wrote that movie. So he's a pretty talented writer. He was in Suicide Squad, which, you know, uh, whatever. I, I actually liked his character. Right. He was in Bright. He's pretty tight now with Will Smith. Uh-huh. So doing a lot of things there. I think he's he's a very talented guy. Um, again, the movie, it revolves around three overpowering parents who are having a hard time with the fact that their kids are growing up. Baron Holtz's character is sort of a deadbeat dad. Uh, Cena's character is just really uh, over-the-top um, protective, as is Leslie Mann's character. 
and they find out that their daughters are planning a sex pact on prom night, and they take it upon themselves to... So we're still in high school. Yes, okay. we're, we're dealing with high school. Got it. Um, and they take it upon themselves to try to stop it. Okay. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> now, there are some pretty funny pieces to this. One with Gary Oldman, which I will not give it away because I do feel like you need to watch that piece of it. Okay. That is so surprising for him to do. Um, there's a voyeurism piece to it. Which Wait is a minute. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Academy Award winner? Yeah, you know, like, was it Office... Not Gary Busey. No, Gary Oldman as, like, Bill Lumberg from Office Space. Or he was in uh, Pineapple Express as the bad guy. Okay, it's not the same Gary Oldman I'm thinking of. Not, no, maybe not... Not No, okay, now you're going to have to look it up. Gary Oldman, no, not that Gary Oldman. <laughs> How many Gary Oldmans are Go there? Go look him up. I'm I'm messing up his name. At you're any, killing me. At any rate. Um, I can't. I don't even know what to search in Wiki. Just search for search blockers. For the, okay. Blockers on IMDb. And then you can prove me wrong again for screwing up somebody else's name, which I'm pretty good at doing. Blockers. Um, so uh, there's a lot going on with him. And okay, now you're looking. What is it? Gary, go to the cast. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, all right. What, what you got? Gary Cole. Cole. Gary Cole. Is it Cole? I guess it is Cole. As Ron, yeah. Kathy's husband. Mm-hmm. And, how does that come out Dude. of, how does Gary Oldman, Man, the guy what? who is in Churchill. Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> At any rate, there's some crazy voyeurism stuff going on with okay. him, which is pretty funny. Um, in general, it's sort of like this lighthearted comedy around kids growing up and parents having to deal with it. Baron Holtz has some pretty funny moments. John Cena has a really funny moment where he has to chug beer via a hose that is inserted in his rear end and that's pretty funny oh i like him yes yes he's gary he's, cole is great thanks because now that we know his name <laughs> yeah um it's honestly it was maybe slightly was it better than game night you know i'm having a hard time rating the two because they're so different okay um it's not hilarious there's still a lot of crazy things there's a lot of kids doing drugs it's produced by Seth Rogen's company, Point Grey. Right. Um, obviously, Judd Apatow is in there, too, because his wife is in it. Um, so he's put some money up. It made a lot of money. It also it was very much like Game Night. Made a lot of money. Uh, had really good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it like an A-list comedy? No. Is it a low B? Again, like high C, low B? Probably. It's got some laugh out loud moments to it, but falls flat in a number of areas. Um, Blockers puts a gender swap spin on the teen sex comedy. It did, Is that right? It didn't really bother me any. Okay. I actually thought that the girls that they had were pretty funny. Um, it's just that it's a little chaotic because they're running all over town and they're trying to find everyone and the technology is sort of hard to believe. It's basically the equivalent of you link your messages to your computer you can see what people are texting back and forth and that's right. how they discover this thing and it's just crazy and um i mean again it's got some laugh out loud moments i will say i didn't get that from uh game night okay um but it's still mm, you know didn't wasn't one that i was eager to go back and watch again a second time okay so when it comes out you should catch it for the 
parts with Gary Cole, <laughs> not Oldman. <laughs> Got it. Um, unless he makes a weird appearance I don't know about, because um, you will get a kick out of that. It's pretty funny. So how many Zach Galaganakis heads do we get? All right, so for... Game night gets two. They both oh, can get two. No, they no? get three. Three? They get three because they're, in, they're, 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 they're marginally better than, than masterminds. And if, you gotta, if it's a one, well, no, that's a good point. Five is a mastermind. I think yeah. you've got to go one, which is like, it's a reverse, but one is like a fantastic yeah. movie. So I give it a three. Yeah, I give them both a three. They're right. They're right in the middle. They're, they're. They're. Believe me, they're no masterminds. Right. I don't think anything's ever going to be able to top that. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of good cast in that wasted. Right. <sighs> they wasted Kristen Wiig again. Yeah. Again, and and Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. He's very good. She's got to be exhausted at this point. I haven't seen her in, in anything and for a little while. I haven't while. either. So maybe she mean? maybe she took a break, which would not be a bad thing. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So at any rate, if you want to watch B-level comedies, Cute, mediocre movies, um, you know, and there's nothing else to watch, maybe you'll like it more. I just meh, didn't okay. was I wasn't into it. I'm into some other. I'm into watching other things right now on Netflix that are really crushing it. So oh, do tell. We'll, well, we'll take a break and come okay. back and we can talk about it. There's some stuff I think you need to watch too. So you, okay. got, you got anything else where you want to break? I was just looking. Well, she's going to be in Wonder Woman. Oh, Kristen. that's right. She's the villain. Cheetah, which she's, ought to be amusing. Yeah, she's the villain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay. It takes place in the 80s, and it's, they're shooting in Georgetown She was right in now. Downsizing, another movie nobody saw. This was another Matt Damon bomb, right? Yeah, he's had a couple of them now. Yeah. Can't be any worse than he bought a zoo, or we bought a zoo. She or... was in Mother? Yeah, I guess she was. Uh, yep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Off the rails. We'll be right back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay. So before, before we get into Netflix, you're screening some stuff that... Yeah, I'm just watching Men in Black. Uh, Men in Black. Now I'm falling into the uh, Todd Stowell school of thanks school of Norm Crosby. Um, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. is now on 4K. Are the five films? So the first one's a pretty rough kind of. Okay, first one's great, but but there's a weirdness about it because it was directed by Brian De Palma. Yes. So it's not necessarily this. Action-packed blockbuster. It's very it's much like a drama action noirish kind of, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, it's okay for the first one. Yeah, then the second one goes John Woo. Yep, which is even, which is pretty cool. Yep. It's it's good, and it opens up with this lunatic cruise jumping off cliffs. I'm like, it's got to be a stunt man. No, no, mm-hmm. he did this, mm-hmm. which is just stunning to yeah. me. He like was a rock. He's this guy's. I mean, insane. He's insane. He's got a death wish. Well, you saw what happened in the one that's just coming out. I did not. Yeah. Is this the motorcycle? Is there a motorcycle? No, no. He's like leaping from one building to another. They've oh, got no. him on a rig. Oh, no. And he plows into the side of the building because he misses it and he shatters his leg. Shatters wow. it. Wow. Like his foot bends back and he breaks it. And what does the guy do? He gets up and he, he tries continue, it again. You know, and he runs past the camera to get the shot. And he's like, guys, we got to shut down. 
totally shattered my leg. Wow. But he got the shot. Tough guy. Tough I'm, guy. I'm like, that's insane. And, yeah. it, and, and like, I watched this thing on Graham Norton, which is like a British talk show. And it was like Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, all the, all the cast. And Pegg refused to see the footage and they made him watch it and he <laughs> almost threw up. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy's insane. He like flies planes, flies helicopters, and he does that in this movie. He, in, what was it, the last one, they're on the top of the building in Dubai. That was number, so number three is directed by J.J. Abrams. Right. Which was really good. Really good. Um, and four was directed by Four JJ. was directed by Brad Bird from right. The Incredibles. Right, but produced and number, by Abrams. And number four had the tallest building in the world where this lunatic was now literally just climbing it, yeah. hanging off the side of it and running around it. So here's the thing. If you're like a video, like director of photography, are you pissing your pants? So listening to some of the extras, John Woo's basically said, scared to death, couldn't believe this guy was doing this. I couldn't even look. Then, it, then Brad Bird's like, I can't believe this guy was doing this. I could only see him from the side of the camera, but he was, you know, climbing the side of this building, no problem. And I couldn't believe he was, you know. So he's freaking out the directors, too. So I mean, he wants to do his own stunts. I'm, he wants it to be believable. And like five, where he was hanging off the side of a plane that was taking off. Yeah. Remember that one? Yep. And they had to do that shot like twice. It's stunning to watch. I will tell you, watching number four the other night, every 20 minutes, my jaw was dropping. Because I was like, oh, what? Well, is, is that the one where they, did, where they did the pendulum between the two buildings? That oh man, where he has to like leap off of one building I know onto the talking. other, and, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he like yep he slides down the roof and yes. almost falls. I mean, come on, yes, in Shanghai, yes, it's it's ridiculous. That was three. I think I happened three. And these movies show no sign of slowing down, except for him. I mean, he's getting older. <laughs> this is two decades of this. I mean, he looks really young in the first one. The first oh, one's yeah. a really weird. It is. There's it's, a weird vibe in it. There's a weird, it. like, very strange vibe about yeah. it. John Voight is in that one. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's just, it's it's just, just different. Weird. And it it's really doesn't do much to follow the, the TV show. But it created one of the most iconic scenes of, like, the 2000s where he lowers in the room. Oh, yeah. And he's just yeah, sitting there. that's so fun to watch. They, they, they have parodied that left, right, and sideways for how crazy that is. Watching the... The one drop of perspiration come off him in 4K. Yeah. Yeah. So how is the um, upscaling on the first one? Because the first one I've seen on Blu-ray is pretty rough. Is beautiful now. Is it? Yeah. Totally cleaned up. I don't know if they remastered or went to negative. They haven't even said. Hmm. But it looks great. Hmm. And it gets better after that. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously. Because as the technology got better, they were able to. See, I'm surprised with these movies. They don't shoot them in IMAX. The the craziness of what he's doing. Number four was an IMAX. Was it? Yeah. Number four was an IMAX. Man. And I'm sure five was an IMAX. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is poor Simon Pegg. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff with him in these movies. And Poor Simon Pegg. He doesn't have to do anything. He's in a car. He's always in a car looking at a computer screen. He's in a car as they're driving backwards through a city, through narrow oh, that city was streets. Cool. And he's like, yeah. Do you think that was hooked up to a flatbed and we were driving and we yeah. were just being towed around? No. Tom's driving the car and I'm the passenger and I'm about to throw up. Oh. 
Oh, you know what's on, in number two? There's a fight scene at the end with uh, Doug Ray Scott, the yes. guy who was going to be Wolverine. Yes. And had a back out because of this movie. Yep. It is unbelievable. Is that the one, is that the one with, the, with the motorcycles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're on the beach fighting. Yep. Oh, man. Flying through the air, crashing oh, into each man. other. Oh, that movie is, is vicious. So... I've enjoyed these thoroughly. Yeah, the 4Ks, I bet, are going to be really great. And they come out on Tuesday, so really, get them. And Apple's already upscaled the 4K okay. on all the digitals because they've replaced all the cover art for the new movie. So that's exciting. So I got some Netflix stuff for you. Okay. You into like crime, murder, mystery stuff? I've been on Netflix watching um, Hitler's Bodyguards. I haven't seen that yet. How is that? <laughs> If you're a, if you are fascinated, I almost said if you're a Hitler fan, you're really going to get a kick out of this. No, if you're fascinated with the fact that this guy actually existed and was able to pull this off, mm-hmm. you're going to be really interested in watching this. And then I watched Hitler's Death Squads, which is even more amazing because they have first person accounts of some of the stuff. From his people, or from his, from a couple of soldiers, but some of the the, the victims, almost victims, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty amazing to watch it. So, have now you s- go right ahead. So, Evil Genius, have you seen that yet? No. Okay, so that's the one that is the pizza bank robber. Did okay, you ever hear about yeah. that? You told me this last week. Yeah. Okay. And it takes place in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yep. It's really happened. This guy who's a pizza delivery man robs a bank and immediately gets, you know, pulled over by the police and he's got something strapped to his neck and it's the equivalent of a handcuff, but it's made larger to go around his neck. And he says, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. And please help me. Please take it off. And all of a sudden he hears beep, 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 beep. And boom, he blows up. Amazing. And And they have footage of it, which is crazy. So then you go into, okay, what's going on here? And who called and ordered the pizza? Was he in on it? And it's a six-episode sort of dive into this crime. It involves sort of... It reminds me a little bit of, like, the real-life characters of Mastermind in the sense of, like, how crazy these people are. Right, right, right. So there's this woman who's a genius, but she's bipolar and really sort of bona fide crazy and has killed like two of her former boyfriends and they eventually find out that she's involved. This other guy who was like her ex-boyfriend was involved, but he died and took it to his grave. It's really intense and they never really determined whether or not the guy who was blown up was involved. They think maybe he was, but that he never knew that they were going to betray him and strap a bomb to him and, because they right. were they were looking for money. They wanted him to rob this bank and get $250,000 and I think he ended up taking like 8 grand. So it was a heist for money and and you know these people ended up killing him and so she's Did in jail. Did you just give away the entire plot? No, it's Is there not, any point in watching this now? It's just really fascinating okay. to watch. Like the woman is bizarre, Got it. just crazy. All right, don't say any more. Um, I want to watch this. So the next thing is and this came out in like the mid-2010s, and then Netflix optioned three additional episodes and added it on and re-released it, and it's called The Staircase. Okay. And this is a murder that... It's either a murder or an accident, and you're left to decide. 
This French... Uh, but I thought this guy was in jail for it. He went to jail for it and is out. Okay. He got out because of evidence tampering and okay. one of the lead uh, investigators fabricated a bunch of the results. And so the the premise is that this author, um, also newspaper columnist Michael Peterson, his wife, quote unquote, fell down the stairs, hit her head, bled out, and died. Okay. And you are given the most ridiculous access to him, to his family, to the prosecution, to the family that hates him, to the judge, to the jury, to his lawyers. You are given full total access to a criminal murder trial, whether it be him at home. They eventually use some of the footage against him. The guy goes to jail, serves eight years because they've, convict him of murder and then they find out that one of the lead uh investigators who handled all the evidence well he may not have been on the up and up he may have been fabricating the truth so that the prosecution would win and when they went back to look at the evidence it was all ripped open and all mixed so they couldn't pull dna so he ended up putting in an alfred plea which is essentially pled guilty without admitting guilt okay and he's out but it is the most gripping um, t- sort of telling of a, of a criminal trial. I mean, it's really for knowing that you never want to be put in that right. position. It is really masterfully done. And so Netflix had a couple other episodes optioned for when he went back to trial okay. um, because they were trying to get it thrown out due to evidence tampering and all these other things. And so they kind of pick up, Eight years later, and the guy just looks awful. He's in his late seventies mm-hmm. at that point. He was old when he went in, and he's not doing well. Um, and it takes two, uh, two or five years before they agree to retry. Before he actually gets retried, and at that point, like he goes in and they have his ankle, but ankle bracelet removed because never in the history of the state has anyone been in it for over two years. I mean, it's like insane. He literally just sits by and. Some of his family, it, um, he is really strong with still, and some mm. don't want to have anything right. to do with him anymore. So it's just a really interesting. Sounds really depressing to me. Oh, but man, like it's really for for never really being able to sort of specifically see all the things that go through a trial. Like if you think about like OJ, right, and all the like evidence and everything. They have footage of the jury going to his house and looking at this staircase. During that time, they're not allowed to wash the walls, so all right. the blood stains are still there. I mean, you're talking like years later, right? And you know, the guy goes broke because right he had to defend himself. Yeah, and it's just really, it's very well done. Um, I, I cannot recommend it enough. I think it's probably one of the best um, documentaries I've seen in a while. Um, especially in the sort of true crimes area. Right. It's really, really good. Like, really well okay. done. Um, and I'm trying to think. I think we talked about all the other stuff I've been watching. That's good. I've got this other show on the BBC I'm watching right now called Marcella. I think you might like it. It's like a British um, kind of crime drama, which is, seems to be pretty good. I'm almost through Gotham. Yeah. I'm and still in Go- It's still great. You think they're going to, like, is there going to be an end game for it? Yeah. There's season five. And is that it? And that's it. Oh, they're done. Yeah, I'm bummed. Because I'm actually enjoying the show. 
The actors are really good. Do you think that part of that is because they know that the actual film franchise is sucking so bad? And maybe they feel like it's being watered down by the television version? I can't see how that's possible. I mean, it's being watered by watered down by the lack of creative talent going into the show, the movies. It's going to be really I interesting. I mean, Affleck's done, right? I don't know. Is I he? think he's done. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see Aquaman. Who's playing the Joker? There's a new Joker. And there's supposed to be a... Robert De Niro is supposed to be... The Penguin? No. He's supposed to be in the Joker movie as, as like an assistant or something or a, a secondary character. Really? Yeah. Is there a standalone Joker movie? Yeah. It just follows there, the Joker. Yeah. The origins of the Joker. It's not... Um, and it's not with Jared Leto. It's not Jared Leto. Oh. Why are they doing this? They already did a Joker movie, and guess what? It was amazing. You're never going to be able to top The Dark Knight. Ever. Ever. I. Heath Ledger won a, an Academy Award. I don't care that he died and that the, it was like posthumous but like or whatever you want to call it but at any rate like the the guy was amazing i'm trying to figure out where i'm getting all this information because i saw it and and de niro was supposed to be <sighs> really yeah that, why would he do that that doesn't make any sense to me de niro yeah because he's an idiot look what the guy's been in in the last <sighs> who's that grandpa movie he was in ba- yeah bad grandpa the, the guy is just He's taken a great career and flushed it. Well, because of the stuff no, he's doing. Mo- there's another movie oh, coming Grandpa out. Grandpa Part Two. There's another movie coming out with like him and Joe Pesci. Oh my God! What is it like? Grandpas or something? Could, or could, old men? What was the the old men movie with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon? Oh, remember that? Oh, what was that? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. But it was yeah. Shh. I hope not. De Niro joining Joker film. Okay. Oh, there it is. Joaquin Phoenix is going to play the Joker. Well, I'm not against that. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Hmm. It's an origin movie. Really? Is yep. Batman going to be in it? I don't know. I don't God, even know I, if this I, is is real. This might just be a bunch of fake news do, again. You know, if they do it, can they just break off? From, I feel like the the feel of Batman and Superman is like. So dense. Now, you know down. what you know what it is. It's too cartoony. The Dark Knight did away with that, right? And and he used like military vehicles, yeah, and like right. realistic things. And if right. you thought of like a sadistic guy running around a, t- a city, granted, you got a guy dressed up as a bat, but like right. I can suspend disbelief there. Yeah. But the cars and like all the stupid things, the armor, the grapple, don't care about it. I like the fact that he, he Christian Bale was spelunking. You know, yeah. like yeah, I'm. Uh, that's you know what that's honestly part of the reason why i really liked ghostbusters was because when they came out with it they had the national guard there it was very much like you could believe that if ghosts you, were you real you could believe a multi-story no. marshmallow man could no, walk the but city if, but if you think about it like <laughs> if you had ghost and like it, there was something bad happening it wouldn't right. just be these idiots rolling in there like you had the national guard they right. had the police you know like right. that's why i like ivan reitman movies is because he would he would bring in like this massive blues brothers well look at blues brothers yeah. exactly where the national guard and all the police yep that's believable to me what they did in the Dark Knight is believable. What they did in Superman versus Batman, and then the stupid Justice League movie, yeah, uh, 
they didn't even do Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman as a standalone is kind of the same way. You know, it's very believable. Like, right. if this character existed, you could believe in World War II she did these things. Yeah. Roll her into this other thing, and all of a sudden you've got, like, Cyborg, and it's like, why? Yeah. Why? I just saw that they're going to, they're they're introducing the, um, what's the Korean spider girl? What's oh, her name? Who the hell? She was introduced not that long ago. She's she's in his Peter Parker's class, and she also gets bit, and she's Spider Girl, but with a different name, and I can't think of it. Marvel is considering Marvel and Amy Pascal from Sony are both considering a standalone movie for that character, which is weird beyond belief for me. I, I don't get it. Um, and I heard Ant Man's okay. Yeah, People I, are I, saying it's pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I actually think that... Um, I like the two main characters. Yeah, I thought the first movie was fun. Yeah. Um, so as long as this one follows suit, I'm fine with that. All right. Um, there's a ton of movies coming out. Um, somebody made some comment about if anyone ever developed a time machine, they'd like to go back and reshoot Solo all over again for how bad it was. Have you seen it? I've not. Are you going to? I think I'm going to have to wait till it comes out on... It's not worth sitting in theaters for. Yeah. Good golly. And wow, I guess on that note. Is that me? <laughs> no, that's me. Okay. Both my phone and my computer are ringing all at the same time. So. Is that a drink more citric acid alert? No, okay. that's a phone call alert. Got it. So, well, I don't thanks. Know. I'm watching lots of stuff, man. I'm trying to catch up. Preacher season three is out imminently. Oh, boy. I'm still stuck in first couple episodes as two. Really? Yeah. You got to go back, man. Season three, they go. He goes back home, which I'm excited about. Oh, I'm excited about. Yeah, because I love that town, and um, <laughs> I, I'm just. It's a weird, I think it's a, it's a good show. Yeah, and uh, I wish Seth Rogen had nothing to do with it, but it's a good show. I don't think that he really does have much to do with it. Good. <laughs> I think it's just his. I mean, he he usually directs the first episode. He needs to pull a Roseanne. He and, needs to just pull out of it and. But I mean, it's pretty true to the comic. It is. Yeah, it's really true to the comic. Yeah, and and I love um, the lead guy Dominic. I can't yes. His last name. Oh but yeah. He's so good. Um, and the and his vampire friend who's been. Oh man, I love that been, guy too. He's been in like a ton of British shows, which right. are like fantastic. So I'm excited for that. Better Call Saul comes out. I think at the end of summer. Great. I think in August, which I'm excited for. Could care less about The Walking Dead coming back. Yeah, that's way done. Considering that Andrew Lincoln's leaving, they, yep. that's they've got to kill that show. They got to end it. I think they are right. Have they said? Yeah. Did they say that? I think they said this was the last season. Oh, because they originally said that, and then they backed out of it. They I ca- think this is the last. season. They got to just end it with him. They can't go yeah. on. It, it would. It would. It would be such a disservice. Could have went on if they kept Carl alive, but. <sighs> I mean, there's a couple characters that if they had left alive would have been pretty decent. Like, they didn't have to kill Glenn. That could have been really interesting. Right. Like, Maggie taking over and, you know, Glenn having to deal with that. Uh, The Walking Dead, the final season. Is that... maybe. I don't think it is. I think that that was... There was a discussion. Or is that a game? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I think they're still going. Uh, I think he's bowing out. That's a big mistake. I think it is, too. Like why? Why would you do that? See, even Telltale Games knows when to get out of the game. Well, they're doing one final season and they're done, and that's a pretty good game. Yeah, I gotta believe that they're also kind of done with having to create another storyboard, right. storyline for that too. You got you got any games you're playing? Uh 
I can't think of the game. There's a game coming this week that's uh, a remaster of an old game. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, I think. Is that the Sega game? It was originally Sega, right? That made that's that? pretty old. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I don't know now, but I'll let you know. Well, clearly you're excited about it. Well, you know. It's not the time of the year for the big titles yet, so. Yeah, that's coming soon. That'll though, right? be in the fall. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Thank good. you. See you.